Welcome to Signs from the Other Side with Fern Rone. I'm Fern Rone, and this is the place to share stories of signs and messages received from the other side. This year, I am doing IGTV episodes with friends, family, fellow authors, and podcasters, but I am dedicating this podcast, the audio podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and iHeartRadio, to 9-11 families. On this 20th anniversary year, I am reserving this space for anyone in the 9-11 community who would like to share their story of signs. Thank you so much for listening. This episode, Tilly Guidel shares stories of her dad, Gary Guidel, a fireman at Rescue One on 9-11. Tilly wrote a beautiful book, 9-11 Through the Eyes of a Daughter, to share who her dad was, from growing up in Staten Island to becoming a Marine, becoming a firefighter, falling in love with his wife, and being a doting, sweet, loving father. Thank you, Tilly, for helping us to get to know Gary and for sharing the many amazing signs he has sent to you and your mom. And to listeners, there was an issue with the audio in this episode, so I apologize that it is not perfect, but I'm very grateful to have found an amazing editor, Sean Matthews, at Producer for Hire on Instagram. I will link him in the show notes. Thank you, Sean, for salvaging this very special interview. Your book, Tilly, is a testament to a truly decent man who was tough, a Marine, a firefighter. He had harrowing stories of falling through ceilings. He was just a tough guy who was also so warm. And what I got was that he was just like a mush, like a like gooey on the inside, yeah. so in love with his wife. And you were just so good mm-hmm. his sunshine from the stories. It just sounds like he spent so much time just trying to make life fun for you and enjoyable for his little girl. It was really, it was so sweet. And I love the pictures and I just, I'm grateful that you wrote it and you let people get to know your wonderful father, Gary. So thank you. Oh, thank you. And I know from, from your book, but if you could share some specific things you remember about him, because you were very young on 9-11, you were six, about to Mm -hmm. be seven in a couple months. And It sounds like you remember so much, which is good. I do remember so much with my dad. You know, that's one thing that sometimes people don't understand. They just assume like, oh, you know, you lost your dad at such a young age and they don't really think that you remember. But, you know, my memory with him is so clear. You know, I repeat the memories and it just it really gives me comfort. And I I, I just that's my way of keeping him alive sounds like he really, um, when he wasn't working, he was helping the neighbors or just doing things for you and your mom and, and enjoying time with you. Like you lived in Staten Island at the time and you were close to the beach. And, and I, I live in LA and we we're close to the beach and we never go to the beach, but which is not a good thing. And I just loved reading that, you know, you were a block from the beach and you would, and he would walk down there with your mom a lot and with you a lot. And I love that. And then every holiday, it seems like he just tried to make it special. He just seemed like such a good guy. He was. He was like the kindest soul. He was just, he was a really big mush. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. He was like, oh, the big tough fireman. But he was, he was a very big man, but (laughs) too, but he was, he was just a, he was a really kind person, just very good hearted, very down to earth. Uh, I kind of had him like wrapped around my finger. Yes, perfect description. <laughs> that came across very clearly. 
I actually took some notes here because there were, um, you know, the pennies from heaven. There were so many things that I was like, I can't go on and on in the book. I kind of just wanted to briefly tell his story. You know, I'm not a writer or anything. And I, I just, I really wanted to get his story out there, you know, because he lived such an amazing life and such a fulfilling life, even though it was cut so short. I'm, I'm so happy to get his story out there. A couple of years before 9-11, we were walking on the beach, me, my father, and my mother, and all of a sudden, there were monarch butterflies flying across the beach. Just mm -hmm. They were coming out of the woods, and there were thousands of them. It was amazing. And I've never seen anything like that ever again in my life. It was just really beautiful and amazing. And my parents actually told like one of their friends about that, and they're like, you know, that's like a really rare thing to come across. Every year we would go back to the beach the next couple of years after that to try to catch it again, but we never did. It was the monarch butterflies are a big mm -hmm. sign with him. When your mom was mm -hmm. hearing the names being read on one of the anniversaries, she went out on her balcony and went at the moment his name was read, a butterfly flew over her head. Yes. Yeah, she had her TV on loud and she was just, they were reading the names one by one and she was just, she was looking out on her balcony at the mountains and she was just sitting there, standing there, um, just taking a breath and then they said Gary Geidel and she, the butterfly flew up to her and across her. It was just so amazing, the signs that he gives her and me is just really amazing. Yes, there was also a butterfly on your wedding dress, right? Like, and you look yes. beautiful, love the pictures. And your dress was, it looked like it was tulle on the bottom, right? Like, kind of like a... Mm -hmm. Yes. So with that, <laughs> I actually, I didn't put two and two together while it was happening. <laughs> I was just trying to get this butterfly out of my dress because I was about to walk down the aisle. Oh. And... Uh, <laughs> I was, we had the wedding at my house and um, I was standing on the porch and, you know, my family was standing around and they were talking to me and I was so distracted because I was like, where did this butterfly come from? <laughs> and it was up in the tool yeah, of my dress stuck in all these layers. I'm like, I don't want to hurt it. I was trying to get it out, but it wouldn't get out. It wasn't until a few days later that I actually realized, oh my God. I went to walk down the aisle and it was a monarch butterfly. Uh, incredible. God. It's so funny. As I was reading that, I was like, man, I'm such a bridezilla that I would be like, get this butterfly off of me. But it's funny that it was right before you walked down the aisle. Like he was like, all right, I'm not going to stay in your dress, but I want you to know I was with you when you walked down the aisle. It was really beautiful. I didn't, I didn't realize until days later, but I was like, wow yes yes that happens a lot I feel like I feel like sometimes signs happen and then and then it registers it yeah takes, it takes a moment especially <laughs> day when you're thinking of you know so many different things we would go to the conference houses on Staten Island and um my dad would give me a penny every time to throw in the well to make a wish and with my mom her and my dad went on their first date and he stopped at the gas station and he got out and he was pumping gas into his truck and started 
cleaning off the windshield. And so my mom took a penny out of his change in uh, the middle console in his car. And she handed him a penny out the window like a tip. (laughs) (laughs) And and then (laughs) that was their first date. And then she would do that every time. So I feel like it was like me and her both had a connection with him with pennies. You had, you know, the house in Staten Island, and then there were plans to, and you eventually did move to upstate New York. And, um, it, you know, it was emotional when you, you kept the house in Staten Island, you and your mom, but then you eventually sold it, which was very emotional, very understandably, um, very hard. And when you went back to, to be there for the last time, your mother looked over on the windowsill and there were three pennies yes so that was a real struggle with us deciding to sell the house because my dad um started renting that house when he got out of the marines so he had that house about um mid-70s he got out of the marines and he had that house and then he joined the fire department and he met my mom and they got married and they had me and all of that in that house and it was just a really hard decision to sell the house and he built the second floor onto the house and everything with his own hands it was really it was really hard for us and it it was like losing a family member it was really hard we cleaned out the whole house my mom was saying you know this is the last time that i'm ever going to stand here at this window and look at this view and she was just standing there and I was looking at her and then she looked down and she saw the three pennies and she was just like so amazed oh my god and um she showed me them we were looking at them I was like wow the three dates on them was the year they got married the year we lost my dad and the other year was the year that they started in vitro with me. And, and you had just cleaned the house. Yeah, then... we just cleaned the house too. This is, this is crazy. The reason I feel like he's just trying to get your attention all the time just because he just loves you both so much was <laughs> the Christmas hawk. Yeah, so on Christmas morning, I heard this big thump because we have a big <laughs> window in our kitchen. And I'm like, what was that? We walked outside and in the snow is laying a hawk. I'm like, oh my gosh. So I picked it up and, you know, they're wild animals. They'll rip you up with their big claws. <laughs> and I I can't even explain it. He let me pick him up. He was sitting on my shoulder. I was holding him. I was petting him. I spent quite a amount of time with him and he was just fine. And I was like, it was Christmas morning, and I definitely believe that it was a gift. Yes, a Christmas gift to you. How long did it stay with you? Probably an hour or so. It, quite a amount of time. I, yeah. I had him on my shoulder. He sat on my lap. I was petting him. He was very tame, very calm. And you weren't nervous to pick him up? Like, like you just, I feel like that's like, that's the thing. Like, you felt like. This is for me. This is safe. Mm-hmm. I just scooped him up. <laughs> <laughs> mom, like, what are you doing? <laughs> she couldn't believe it either. She was taking pictures. She's like, this is so amazing. 
And then did he just fly away again? Yeah, so we brought him outside and I just let him go and he just flew away. He was perfectly fine. It was no explanation, but a gift from heaven. So we lived in Chicago where birds would fly into buildings and then they would mm-hmm. be dead. And so uh, more than once we called like the birds, <laughs> I forget what they were called, but they were like <laughs> birds. They like basically rehab birds that were stunned from flying into windows. So, mm-hmm. and they would have to kind of rehab them to get them to fly again. But the fact that this hawk didn't need to like, like he was fine, basically. He just wanted yeah. to be with you. He was just hanging out. <laughs> yes. So my mom and I started finding pennies and we kind of didn't think anything of it. It was a little bit weird. Mm-hmm. We'd find pennies on the ground, but it just kept happening. Because this day and age, you don't really find change so much on the ground. Everyone mm-hmm. has like debit cards. So we kept finding pennies and finding pennies and it was a little bit odd. But my mom and I went into the craft store and um, she parked, uh, she had a Hummer at the time. So it was a big vehicle. She parked it and we went into the craft store. And when we got out, she was like, what in the world? Completely around the car were pennies in a complete circle around it. And it was just, it was insane. And then she backed it up out of the parking spot and all underneath was completely covered in pennies no other change just <laughs> pennies there was no one around so we're at that point we're like okay there is definitely something to this and we started picking them up from then and it just became more clear after that that mm-hmm. it was signs from him when my mom she wound up um getting sick with cancer and she um she had to keep going for blood transfusions in the hospital. This was just her. She was there with two nurses and my mom has a she has like a rare kind of blood where she needs exactly that blood type. She could give to everyone but she can only receive that kind back. And so there were two nurses there and they were going over the blood types together, repeating it, and they said where did that penny come from <laughs> on her on the blanket and <laughs> and they were like what in the world she's like can i keep it and they're like yeah she she knew she knew where it came from yeah but they were just like so amazed like where did that come from we would go into the mall we would go to gertrude hawk and we would get chocolate Every time my mom and I went in there, we would find a penny on the floor. Mm-hmm. And this was like an ongoing thing because we would tell the girl, because, you know, people run over picking up change and stuff. People kind of give you weird looks. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't care anymore. <laughs> but we were telling them, you know, it's pennies from heaven. So it was the same girls working there for a while. And this would happen when we went in there. And the so one time we picked up the pennies and we were telling her about it. She was so scared because behind the counter was a penny by her feet and she said there's no way it could be there i just swept this floor (laughs) what's the name of the chocolate um, uh gertrude hawk h-a-w-k gertrude hawk oh wow i've never heard of it but my mouth is open because i'm like hawk like 
this is the place. Oh, where- yeah. I never even thought of that. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, in case you were, you know, like wondering if that hawk was really me, like, you know, like there's no coincidences. That I never the, thought it, about that. In the place where you always find pennies. Yeah. Wow. And, oh, another crazy one was um, this past January was my mom's birthday. And um, her and I went out. We um, ran to the store. And she grabbed a couple things. And I was checking out on the self-checkout. And I said to my dad, I was like, you know, where's her penny for her birthday? <laughs> and we were walking to the exit. This was This was crazy. I actually posted a video of this. There was penny after penny after penny, and it went from the exit of Walmart all the way into the parking lot. And I was like, whoa, whoa, she got her birthday penny. (laughs) (laughs) It was a trail. (laughs) There were different times where my mom and I were, like, walking in, like, a parking lot to the store or something like that. And I've actually witnessed it's. To other people, it sounds strange, but it's just, once you open this door, it's amazing, the signs. And I I saw a penny. I've seen it hit her back before. Just like, I don't know, it just hit her back. There's the sky. (laughs) Everything's empty. Like, how would that happen? And it's just crazy. And this other time, you know, I was outside, and I felt something hit my hand, my right hand. And I thought it was a bug. <laughs> and I look at my hand, <laughs> and there was a penny on the back of my hand, sitting on the back of my hand. And I was like, oh, my God. And I grabbed my phone quick, and I took a picture. I'm like, this is unbelievable. <laughs> I've heard so many sign stories, and they're all so special in their own way. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times, you know, a lot of times there are not, I would say there's like not a lot of the same stories. You know, spirit yeah. is so creative. It comes through so, so in such a unique way. I have never, I can tell you, definitely never heard of a, I've heard people finding pennies. I'm one of those people, but flying through the air, like, <laughs> <wow>. <laughs> like that um, energy. And that's, wow. Wow. Leave yeah, it again. It's, <laughs> it's comical. Like, <laughs> He finds different ways every time. It's yeah. just, it's, he gets like creative. Yes. And it's unbelievable. It actually, it came up in my memories the other day. And I was like, oh my gosh, I better write that one down. <laughs> wow. Wow. And, and a penny like hitting your mom in the back, like, where did Yeah, you- and falling oh. off of her. <laughs> All right. Sometimes I, I hear them hit the ground. It's just so amazing. I would post about pennies here and there. And then a few years ago, I just decided I'm going to post every penny I find. Mm -hmm. You know, my mom finds so many pennies, too. She doesn't really post them, you know, here or there. But I just decided to start sharing all of them with everyone. And um, also, when we were finding the pennies, um, after a while, we started finding a penny and a dime. or then a penny and then we find a dime a little while later we find them together and we're like why is a penny and a dime 
and then we figured out, oh, a penny and a dime is 11. Oh, like, oh. Like just 9-11. Yes. Wow. So I have my dad's wallet. He left in his locker when he went to work that day. Mm-hmm. And um, all his stuff is in there the way he left it. And uh, I've already looked through his wallet before, but I, mm-hmm. I've never noticed this. And I saw a lottery ticket folded up and I pulled it out. And I was looking at it and chills just went down my spine and I started crying. And I was like, this, this is like, crazy the first numbers that he played were 9 11 and it was two days before 9 11 I, I i couldn't believe it i i was just like stuck on that oh my god you know it was 9 11 and then i was like oh he played on the lottery on the day that my the anniversary of my grandpa passing away mm-hmm. and i said wow it was the 11th anniversary that my grandfather passed away. Oh. And my, my dad played 9-11. And then the next number was 12. Because I was, I was stuck on 9-11. But then it said 9-11-12. And I said, uh, oh my gosh, 12-11 is his birthday. And 9-11 was that day. You met your husband, was it MySpace? Oh yeah, we had... Um, me and him hung out with the same friends and we started talking on MySpace and we met at our friend's house in person for the first time. And the anniversary, the date was 11-11, which was my parents' anniversary and they got married on 11-11. <laughs> and it was so weird because um, my mom and I constantly throughout the day, you know, you're doing stuff and your phone's down, or you're not passing a clock or whatever, but every single time, you know, you'll check the clock and it's exactly 11-11. We see this on the clock all the time, and then she was married 11-11, and then I met my husband on 11-11. <laughs> so weird. And then the clock thing's pretty crazy, too. Yeah. It, it, it's 11-11. And then it'll happen on 9-11, and then it happens at 3:43, which was the number of the firemen. It's very odd, but it happens so much, so yeah. much. Yeah, it's like I'm with you, and and I'm with them too. You mentioned that you're you're gonna make sure that your kids know their grandpa. Mm-hmm. What will you tell mm-hmm. them? Um, you know, I would just share with them when I share everyone else mm-hmm. about how kind and loving my dad was just a really down-to-earth person and all his stories and everything about his life you know sometimes it's that um people see the faces of the firemen and their names and it's just kind of like a list I think that it's really important for everyone to share their stories because there was so much to each person and they had a life and they're more than just a name. When I lost my dad, I said, you know, I'm going to name, I, I, I feel like when I have a kid that it's going to be a boy. I've always thought that <laughs> my whole life. And mm-hmm. I'm going to name him Gary after my dad and make sure that mm-hmm. he, grows up to know and love my dad. Mm -hmm. Beautiful. 
Absolutely beautiful. Thank you so much. Where can everyone find your book? And if they want to follow your Instagram and see see all the pennies and the dime too, where can they yeah. get all this info? So my book is on Amazon. And it's 9-11 through the eyes of a daughter. All the proceeds are going to be donated to Answer the Call, Newark Police and Fire, Widows and Children's Benefit Fund. I'm going to donate all of that in memory of my dad. With my Instagram, it's Tilly, T-I-L-L-I-E, underscore Charlotte. And I, about my dad's life, signs that I find, you know, after I wrote the book, things that I haven't mentioned in the book. I try to share a lot about him. I, I really enjoy sharing about him. You know, I really struggle with the loss. And mm-hmm. the signs just really give me comfort. Talking about him gives me comfort. I really feel like he's still there. I just really try to share about him. Thank you so much for listening. To learn more about this podcast, visit the Instagram page at Signs from the Other Side Pod and the Facebook group called Believers in Signs. Just search Believers in Signs on Facebook and be sure to answer the three membership questions. Thank you again for listening. Please rate, review, and subscribe in Apple Podcasts and share this episode with anyone who is also interested in these types of stories. I am Fern Ronay and Sweet Dreams.